0: Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up, take action, and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. All right, drum roll, please. All right, today on Storytelling Secrets, it is a bit of a milestone because let's get it up. Today's the 40th or last week was the 40 we passed the 40th episode at storytelling secrets i started on december 2nd 2019 and it is currently the 14th of of april 2020 and we are at 3162 downloads and i'm very happy with that and i could not have done that without you my listener it's it's you know it's actually kind of weird the average podcast is only seven episodes that is crazy seven episodes and um if you've been with me through all the way through episode one the trailer which by the way is the second most downloaded podcast and we had listened to it go 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 down on that. It's uh, a bit entertaining for you how I kind of got started, um, but yeah, I, I'm so grateful that if you've listened all this way through, super super happy here with me today. Let me give you a rundown of let's say my basic analytics. Um, it, I don't want to bore you, but the majority of my listeners, 47% of you are from the United States, 12% are from Australia, 7% from Canada and 5% from the UK, and then I've actually got 2% from Spain, and then um, the next ones are India, New Zealand, Norway, South Africa, and Singapore, so very interesting, interesting numbers, the top three podcasts uh, for Storytelling Secrets, if you're interested, have been episode nine with Stephanie Dove Blake, from Stranger to Raving Fan Overnight, episode number one, the trailer, like I mentioned, in number two turned canned copywriting into sensational stories by Laurie Lynn. Um, those are the top three. So I would go highly recommend you check them out. But today's episode is, um, is going to be titled... Oh, I'm not sure what I'm going to be titling it. I'll be titling it after this, but it's a little, little lesson that I learned uh, during Easter. Now... I haven't got a bit of, I used to, I'm actually Ukrainian, and, uh, East is a very big deal for Eastern European countries, I'm actually not from there, I'm just like, background is from Ukrainian, from Ukraine, and, you know, you go to church, bring your eggs, put them in a basket, special bread, butter, sausage, priest bless it, it's a very family-orientated thing, first time not doing it, because, uh, in a different area, even different city from my fam, and in, uh, isolation, um, but, My girlfriend Gabby rushes over Sunday morning with this Easter egg. A really good one. Not some shitty chocolate for $2 an egg. A really good quality egg. And I look at it. Nice shiny wrapper. uh, It says, Choc choc peanut brittle. And it's thick. Like you can tap it and you can't hear inside of it. And you're like, oh, this is really good stuff. (laughs) I bet you probably had that before. And, uh... I break off a bit, take a chunk of my mouth and just that creamy, really delicious chocolate and roasted nuts hit my mouth and then that feeling of dopamine just hit my head straight away and it was so, so, so good and um, I put it away in the corner of the room and we continued to watch our show Mad Men and uh, probably about two minutes later, I just look at the egg and I'm like, "Mm, I really want that egg right now. And she's like, just take it. And it was it was probably like nine thirty in the morning. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Just gonna have this. <laughs> just gonna have this egg. Um, so I ate that egg for breakfast, and I couldn't couldn't resist holding them back. And um, that egg reminded me of <clears throat> what a really good open loop story does inside of an email. Now, what do I mean by that? So. Say I had, I was given that egg to me during. Um, Say I was just someone gave me that egg, they gave me a chunk, and uh, it was so so good. And and they left it in the corner, and then I went to go grab it, and then out of nowhere someone takes it away and says, nope, you can't have any more t- until tomorrow, and then you can have a little bit more. And that is the essence of what a really good email is. Um, you want them having it so that or you want them to consume a little bit, and if they don't have it, they're restless for the next bit, that, you know, they've got this psychological urge to just, cons- to want more and to finish it off, and that finishing it off is what is, what's called a close loop, and uh, if you've been aware of this before, you know, Russell Brunson teaches this, many, many marketers teach this. Um, but quite frankly, I'm not seeing a lot of it <laughs> in um email follow-ups. And now is the perfect time if you are just, you know, strapped for time. Uh, so you don't you've got a bit more time on your hands, um, you've you not been really sure what to do with say your email follow-up, now's the perfect time to create, say, an open loop email sequence. And they're really, really good. And I want to give you a few tips from this this is part of my morning routine. I'm actually really sharing a bit of my private life here. Ah, oh, good on you, Jules. Um But part of my new morning routine. I'm so so blessed to be had, to have this. Wake up, walk two minutes down to the beach, do some sprints on the sand. There's not many people there. Go into the water. It's really nice and refreshing. Come back inside, have my coffee, and then I start handwriting really profitable emails that have been um, that have that have asked around for a few people, and uh, they said these are a few people who these are the emails that have made a shit ton of money basically. Um, So, I've been handwriting them and then deconstructing the psychology behind why they're really, really good. And today, I'm going to give you a few tips on how you can recreate this open loop inside of your emails. And uh, this is a part I really, really love. And um, this is the emails for the credit are from Matt Pollard, P-O-L-L-A-R-D. And um, I really, really like this at the beginning and that he says I'll just I'll just leave with the opener by the way. Before I start today, I have a quick question for you. Question Do you think a naturally shy communicator with a real with a reading disability and low self confidence could be a team of naturally gifted salespeople? Think about that answer. No one ever guesses right on the first try. Go ahead and take a guess anyway. I'll tell you the answer in tomorrow's email along and along with why it desperately matters to you. All right. What is going on here? Okay. We haven't even f- started the email. We've already got an open loop and we're not going to close it. And I love, love, love the intro of this because, and something you can do as well, is that, is we, I'll read it again. Do you think a naturally shy communicator with a reading disability and low self-confidence could be the team of naturally gifted salespeople at sales? So, if whatever niche you're in, what is that insecurity that your customer might have? What are those fears that they have, and um, how do you translate that in a, in a question? And especially if it's happened to you, and you were those, and you were that person with that insecurity and those fears and those doubts. And, um, and you sort of slot that in at the very beginning. Because they're, so, they're going to be reading an email with some skepticism that they're going to be sold to, especially right now. like Everyone's just on guard, on barrier. People are still buying, but it's going to be a lot harder for them to buy if you don't talk to them the right way. And this is one of the best ways to, one, bomb with them. And two, is to open up that loop. Because he says, I'm going to tell you in the email tomorrow along why it desperately matters to you. Like, you just... Why does it matter to me? And if someone really resonates with that first comment, then they're gonna want to check out the next email. They're gonna create that Easter egg effect like at the at the very beginning I was talking about. Alright, and here's the next bit. Now I think it we'll just we'll just see how it goes. Alright. <laughs> um the next part is I really love this and um trying to trying to instead of just going ahead. And selling, this is point number two, instead of just trying to just outright sell people, um, the real patterns that I'm seeing in these emails, they're not pitching the features and benefits of their product. Um, it all comes down to belief. So, I being able to identify what are the limiting self-beliefs that someone has not even that what are the unspoken beliefs that this person has that they themselves haven't been able to answer let alone are too embarrassed to front themselves and coach themselves with and i really like this because he says i need to warn you about the threat of self-sabotage and explain why you need to shatter your existing beliefs on how fast your, your business can really grow today what is, what's actually happening here? He's planting the seed that self-sabotage is the big domino in their mind. Okay. So if he can make them believe that self-sabotage is what's stopping them from growing their business really, really fast, which is what they really desire, then they're going to be able to succeed. They're going to want to be able to read the rest of the email. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a jarring question. like, i especially around self-sabotaging you know, it, the wrong people will be like, F you, um, that's not that's not why I'm failing, it's because of this, this, and this, but the people who, are, who have gone through everything else, you know, they've tried all the strategies and tactics, if you listen to my last guest before, um, Gavin McHale, he said it, he, he'd been through all the content, he'd done everything, and it was more of a mindset issue, and it was self-sabotage, um, it's those really switched-on people who who know what's going on. He's the people that those are the people he's talking to in this email, and um, those are little two tips I wanted to give you today, and that is to really think of a question about the insecurities and the angst and the um and the doubts and fears that you have been through that your customer most certainly has, um, and sort of contrast it in a way where it says, like he says. I'll say it one more time because I just think it's so powerful. Do you think a naturally shy communicator with a reading disability and low self-confidence could be a team of naturally gifted salespeople at sales? Think about how can you spin that around in your own way so you break any objection that your customers might have and then later on lead into an open loop story. I'm going to tell you tomorrow about how, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you tomorrow about why this really matters to you. Okay, thinking about If you took, if I gave you that Easter egg and it tasted so good, and I had to take it away, what is that little piece of content you can put in your email just like that? And that second little thing, that Easter egg thing, is what are those seeds of unspoken objections? Okay, and then you plant. They're the big dominoes that make them. They've tried everything else before, and what is that one extra thing? If they knock it down, then they know. Then you know that they'll do business with you. Those are my little learnings from this week and uh, I hope you've had a really nice Easter and you've, maybe you've uh, enjoyed some chocolate like myself and um, for 49% of my listeners in the States, my heart goes out to you because I know you guys are doing it really, really rough out there. So, yep, get busy. Start writing that <laughs> that email sequence if you hadn't any time. if you If you need some help, I'm going to leave my email in below. Um, I know everyone is really strapped for cash. So, you know, more than happy to just like work around that. Um, My effort here is to really help people rather than just to take their cash if that is the case because everyone is in a bit of strife. But anyways, I hope you found some value from today. It's um, Again, thank you again for the 40th episode, 41st now. um, And it's probably going to be about over 3200 after this goes live this is jules dan from storytelling secrets and i'm gonna see you later bye